Welcome to KJV Cafe, where we explore great truths from God's holy word in a simple, down-to-earth fashion. Romans 10:17 shows us where faith comes from. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Let's grow our faith together in the cafe today. Our program is hosted by Pastor Clark Covington and brought to you by Heartland Ministries. Grab your Bible and a hot cup of coffee or tea and join us now as we explore God's holy word. Amen. Welcome to the cafe. Glad you're here. Glad you're joining us today. I'm so blessed to be here. Hopefully you're having a wonderful day, a wonderful week. So excited again to dive into God's word, to understand these great truths for us. We're in one of the best books in the Bible. That is the book of Psalms. Amen. I love the book of Psalms. And I feel like um, sometimes, you know, you're in the ministry and you're trying to preach uh, meaningful messages. There's definitely an emphasis on the New Testament, specifically those letters written by Paul. And those are very helpful and very meaningful. But hey, don't count the book of Psalms out now. It's more than just, I guess what I'm saying is it's more than just what uh, somebody may put on a greeting card or on a uh, meditation video or something. There is depth to the book of Psalms. It was written by a man after God's own heart, David, for the most part. And David, uh, goodness, he, he wrote some incredible praise to God. And so I think we can both take inspiration from the words in the book of Psalms, the wisdom in the book of Psalms but also even to the style of the book of Psalms, the way that these Psalms are written, the details in which they're written, uh, the command and authority in which they're written, the certainty of God and his power and deity uh, and how they are written. They are clearly Holy Spirit inspired and they just, they inspire me. Every time I study Psalms, I'll say to myself, man, these are just, just, just something to them, you know, that's, like there's an extra dimension to these, you know, because if you're reading oftentimes uh, the Bible through the different books and you're reading, uh, you know, kind of the story of the Israelites and you're reading about Jesus and the picture of Jesus there. But in the Psalms, uh, we're, we're kind of more reflecting. We're not looking at at so much history, though you can find history in it and, and prophecy because you can find that too. But we're just looking uh, more at just like outwardly who God is and how great he is and just uh, praising him. And so we see here in Psalm 1 uh, a story of the godly and the ungodly. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. So we have here this dichotomy, two groups. You have the godly and the ungodly, and you have a holy God. And here in this message, we'll focus on the godly, and the next message will focus on the ungodly. And so focusing on the godly here, uh, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Well, okay, so we are blessed. Those that are living for God are blessed when you don't walk in the counsel of the ungodly. 
Now, that may sound fancy, but what that means is you're not getting advice from people in the world. You know, that can be really hard. Imagine you have a friend that you just adore. You love this friend, but they're not saved. They don't know the things of God. And they have a lot of opinions for you. They're, they're your friend in their mind. They, they care about you. They want to give you advice. How hard is it to step away and say, Psalm 1, I shouldn't walk in the counsel of the ungodly. People, I think, sometimes replace the word ungodly with evil. And they think, I won't walk in the counsel of evil people. My friend, they're not saved, but they're not evil. So, you know, in my mind, so I'll take their counsel. Or how about a relative? What if a parent or a relative, brother, sister, uncle, aunt, grandma, grandpa, they're not saved, but they're your relative. They're your blood. Amen. And culturally, oh, the pressure and really almost any culture to listen to your relatives, to adhere, especially in many cultures, if the relative is older than you, there's a great pressure to listen to them, to uh, uh, give them honor, give them uh, uh, their their due, right, and, and give them credibility. And there could be pressure on you internally. Maybe it's a family member that you grew up with. And they're giving you advice or giving you counsel, but they're ungodly. And here Psalm 1's telling us, Blessed is the man that walketh not in that counsel, nor standeth in the way of sinners. What does that mean? It means that hanging around the wrong crowd, does it not? Standing in the way of sinners. You know, a lot of people that are saved forget this verse, or forget this section of this verse, literally the first chapter of Psalms, the first verse of Psalms. Uh, Psalm 1. And we see, we oftentimes will go to these places. Maybe it's a party, maybe it's a gathering, maybe it's a happy hour, maybe it's a sporting event, a concert, wherever it may be. And we standeth in the way of sinners. We are all around them. You know, there is great warning from God to stay away from them, to depart from the unclean thing. What fellowship does light have with darkness? Nothing. Amen. We are not to be uh, unequally yoked. And so this goes not just standing in the way of sinners, but also uh, sitting in the seat of the scornful, acting like them. So we are not, we're not supposed to be hanging around with them or act like them, sit in the seat of the scornful. But guess what? When you hang around somebody, you're going to act like them. That is human nature. That's how we've been designed. So if you have five people you surround yourself with and they're good, godly people and they don't cuss, they don't gossip, uh, they, they try not to covet. Uh, they're humble. They don't murmur and complain all the time. They're just good, godly people. Well, guess what that's going to do to you and your disposition? Now, it may not change you completely, but you are going to be more like them. Now, look at the uh, opposite. Conversely, you're around five people. All they do is gossip. All they do is cuss. All they do is covet. All they do uh, is get into sinful stuff. Now you're sitting in the seat of the scornful. Now you're living like them. And the Bible says you will not be blessed. Blessed is the man that walketh not, not, N-O-T, in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. So we're blessed by staying away from these people, which again, people will read this verse and say, oh, this really means evil, and I don't go around evil people, and I can't figure out why I'm not blessed. Well, really reassess your situation, and that can be really difficult. And you're saying, Brother Clark, does God call me away from my friends and family? He may. He may. There's examples in the Bible of that, amen. 
David, who wrote this, one of his own children tried to kill him, wanted to kill him. You know, one of the Psalms is, I think, when he's hiding from him. You know, uh, it's it's sad. Absalom is his name. It's very sad. Uh, we We love the Lord here today on the KJV Cafe, and I speak from the heart when I say that God will call us to places uh, that are difficult, that put to the test our faith in God versus our our kind of way or our behavior in the world. And this psalm is tackling this right off the bat. But look at the latter part here in verse two. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. So we should be delighted in the law of the Lord. Well, what is the law of the Lord? Well, that's the Bible. That's his holy word. And here, if we think about literally the law of the Lord, that would be all his commands. Amen. And, you know, it is a great thing to delight in the commands of God. You know, to, to think about this. People, if they're dealing with the commands of God, typically it's like, get out of jail. How can I get out of jail free type of thing? Can I get away with this sin? Or how bad was this sin that I committed, right? It's not looking at it delightfully saying, oh, I would love to know what it means to uh, covet. I would absolutely desire to know how God would have me to love my neighbor. You know, uh, you know, when we delight in these things and we try to seek God's way of these things, we try to understand uh, as our heavenly father, his disposition, his ways, because we know the Bible says that his ways are not our ways, that his ways are higher than the heavens are from us. Amen. They're very high up. His ways, they, they're hard for us to grasp, hard for us to understand. Amen. And yet we are to delight in the law of the Lord. So when we read the scriptures and it tells us uh, to fill in the blank, whatever it may be, uh, not desire what your neighbor has, right? Don't covet your neighbor's wife or property or whatever. Uh, we should delight in that and we should be checking ourselves, okay? Uh, you know, Bob the neighbor got a new lawnmower. My lawnmower doesn't work. Mm, Bob the neighbor's lawnmower sure looks nice. Now that seems so innocent, but if we delight in the law of the Lord, we can catch ourselves and say, hey, you know what? Uh, I, I, I'm, I think I'm coveting a little bit here. Lord, I repent. I'm sorry. Help me understand this. Point this out to me uh, and let me not do it again. You see, we delight in the law of the Lord. Uh, we understand things like uh, recompense, the idea that the Lord, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, uh, that he will repay uh, the unjust with their unjustices, okay? He will repay the wicked with their wickedness. We can delight in the law of the Lord. So when we're done wrong or we see injustice happen, we can delight in the fact that God will deal with it and that God is a mighty judge and that everyone will answer to God with a bowed knee and will answer for all that they've done. Amen. And we see that when we delight in the law of the Lord, what do we do? We meditate on it day and night. We meditate on it day and night. That means we think about it all the time. Are you thinking about the law of the Lord all the time? Well, probably not. But if you're in God's word, you certainly would be. So if you commit to reading God's word and studying God's word every single day, day after day, then that will drive you to be meditating on his ways and, and all his thoughts and so forth all the time. If you're in his word and you're studying and you're praying without ceasing, doing the best you can, that's the idea of meditating day and night. First thing in the morning, always before bed, in the middle of the day, every time that you can. 
And then what's the result? You'll be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season, and his leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Oh, wow. So the result is fantastic. If we don't walk in the counsel of the ungodly, we don't stand in the way of sinners, we don't sit in the seat of the scornful, we don't act like them, we don't go around them, we don't want nothing to do with them, we delight in the law of the Lord, and his law we meditate on day and night, we will be like that tree planted by the river. What a beautiful visual illustration we have here. That water replenishing that tree and that tree bringing forth fruit. That leaf never withering. Imagining trees all around having problems with their not getting enough water and their fruit not blossoming right. And with their leaves falling off and withering and ours are just so strong and we're so fruitful. And everything we do prospers. And people say, oh, that individual, oh, the hand of God's on that individual. I wonder why. Well, maybe because that individual was studying God's word, got into Psalm 1, took it literally as they should, and applied it to their life. Realize that this is for our benefit. God's word is for our edification as believers. We are to turn to it to grow in the ways and knowledge of him. And we are blessed. Literally, Psalm 1 starts off with, blessed is the man. That's all you need to know. That God's saying, look, if you do this, if you focus on this program right here, you will be blessed. And if you don't do this, if you have unbelief, you won't be blessed. Because we'll get to that in the next episode. But there is a, a absolute delineation here between those that seek the Lord and live for the Lord and those that don't. And those that seek the Lord will be blessed for it. Those that seek his ways will be blessed for it. Those that depart from sin in their life and the sinners around them will be blessed for it beyond just departing from them. Those that don't turn to them for their advice, but going to godly counsel, going to the Lord, of course, and going to those he's put in your life that have the Holy Spirit living within them, that have the proper discernment, that are close to God, that are living for him, that is who we should turn to in our counsel. And as we do these things, we will be blessed. Get into Psalm 1, read it. It's only six verses. It's meant for man. Six is the number of man, amen. First book in the book of Psalms. And realize we are blessed when we follow the Lord. And we certainly are cursed when we don't. I thank you so much for listening today. Tune in next time as we get to the opposite side of this psalm and what happens. Thank you so much. Take care. God bless and amen. Thanks for listening to this episode of KJV Cafe. Have a question for Pastor Clark? Email him directly at clark at enduringpromise.org or visit kjvcafe.com and click the envelope button on the homepage. Our program is hosted by Pastor Clark Covington and brought to you by Heartland Ministries. We'll close today with Psalm 119 verses 166 through 168. Lord, I have hoped for thy salvation and done thy commandments. My soul hath kept thy testimonies, and I love them exceedingly. I have kept thy precepts and thy testimonies, for all my ways are before thee.